When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the novel Master and Apprentice, we get to see the beautiful relationship between just that, Master Qui-Gon Jinn and his apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi, developing through their missions and their time together like father and son, something I wish we had seen with Anakin and Qui-Gon, but unfortunately he died to Darth Maul. In today's video, we're going to go over an excerpt from the book where we'll go back further in time, where we're going to see Qui-Gon on the very first day where he met his new master, Count Dooku. Dooku, standing what seemed like meters above the young boy, tested him by asking the young Jin on what he feared. Qui-Gon told him honestly that he feared not being good enough. He feared failure, and Dooku was very impressed with his response. He felt Qui-Gon had passed his test for the day, so he took him on a tour of the Jedi Temple, passing through the many rooms and gardens. He eventually took him to see Jocasta Nu, the librarian and the Temple Archives keeper. Once there, he showed Qui-Gon the holocron section, explaining to him briefly what this or that one does, until young Qui-Gon was pulled towards one in particular, a golden one that looked unlike any of the others, old and ancient. He put his hand to the gold surface as he asked, what's this one? And here's the excerpt from the novel. After he spoke, he turned back to Dooku for the answer and was shocked by the expression on his master's face. Dooku stared at the holocron, almost as if, as if it were an enemy, Qui-Gon thought. But that made no sense. Dooku said, That is a holocron of Jedi prophecies. Prophecies? Qui-Gon had never heard of this before. There are Jedi prophets. Not any longer. The ancient mystics sought undue knowledge of the future. It led them down dangerous paths. Those drawn too deeply into them were often tempted by the dark side. Qui-Gon whispered, the dark side. He knew it was a thing all beings carried within them. A part of himself he would learn to guard against. The Kresh masters had taught him all that. But it still sounded a little like some kind of ghost or monster. A mysterious thing that would leap out from the shadows to get you when you weren't looking. That is why we study prophecy no longer. Abruptly, Dooku turned and began walking away which meant Qui-Gon had to follow. Master, he ventured as he hurried to catch up. Just wanting to know the future can lead you to the dark side. It takes more than that, Dooku said. His dark eyes were unreadable. So of course, other than the fact that this was the very first time that Qui-Gon learned of the prophecy and had Dooku show him around the temple and archives, it shows how different the master and apprentice here think. Qui-Gon believed it's important to study the prophecies, as he made Obi-Wan research them constantly. However, Dooku was very against it, and believed the prophecies were no longer taught at the temple because they brought out the darkness within whoever read it. Now, of course, funny enough, Dooku was the one who eventually turned to the dark side, and it's not because he read any sort of prophecies, but rather because of his disillusionment with the Jedi Council, and how he just didn't feel welcome there anymore. He felt there were two engulfed in politics, and they were just losing their way. Feeling that one might wish to control the outcome of the future, whereas Qui-Gon, as learned in another video that I covered, has other ideas about it. 
that these are no different than the powers that the Jedi have over the galaxy. Now, personally, I don't think any of this rubbed off on Qui-Gon because he seemed to be very attached to the ideologies of prophecies. And if he wasn't, well, then he wouldn't have cared so much about Anakin. The thing that made him want to take Anakin back to the temple and train him was because he thought he encountered a virgence in the Force, as he told the Council. And this was primarily due to his reflexes, his Jedi aura, his Force aura, really. And of course, to seal the deal, were the extremely high levels of midichlorians in Anakin's blood. Now, before... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Before he even knew about the blood, he was intrigued about Anakin and wondered what his midichlorian count was, which is what led him to actually test it. Now, you can let me know what you think about Dooku's reasoning for being against the learning of ancient prophecies and if you think he was right. I can see where Dooku wasn't really down with having Qui-Gon be so interested in these prophecies. At the end of the day, he felt like it was just some sort of a superstition and would make people follow these random side quests or really push for something that is more or less just in their minds that they think is the only way when really no one knows. Now personally, I think Qui-Gon Jinn is the best character in all of Star Wars. He's the most well-rounded Jedi and he's not too one way like the Jedi are and he's not the other way, which is you know, the Sith. I feel Qui-Gon is very balanced and very centered and at the end of the day, he just follows his own intuition and follows the Force, lets the Force guide him. He feels and doesn't think. He takes everything into consideration and to control your temptation so as to not abuse knowledge or power or whatever else may be on the mind of the user. Thanks so much for checking out today's episode. This is one that I feel like I uploaded a long time ago, but I cannot find any trace of it anywhere on the channel but I see the script was from a few years ago, so I figured I'd add some more research to it and a few more things and my thoughts and remastered, of course, with the new mic and everything that I have here. But if this is a duplicate, I apologize for that. But if you enjoyed it and you haven't heard it or seen it before, hey, great, this is awesome. See you all in the next episode on Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.